0: I literally think it's singing and also it, it's, it's fun. It's like literally fun. Like you, you play around. Like you see them explore. You see them change. You, you can make them laugh so easily. Like you do weird shit and they'll giggle and laugh. It comes a little bit into it, you know. when they start responding to you. Probably like six months. I forget. Maybe that's how long it takes. The first three months are horrible, right? Because they're just literally you're just giving, giving, giving and
1: getting nothing back, right? But then like. It's Dad's Night. Welcome back to another episode of Dad's Night Presents Time Out with Omar and Samer. Here with me again is my co-host Omar, and we're excited to bring you another guest who is single-handedly keeping Austin weird. Before we get into it, though, Omar, how are you feeling tonight?
2: Uh, this, this episode, first of all, it's Dad's Night. <laughs> so I feel great, but this episode is special for me because uh, our guest, Vimal, Uh, And I were actually neighbors growing up uh, for a little bit. We lived on the same street, a few houses down. Uh, So I've seen him grow from a little street corner delinquent into, you know, a great dad and the great dad that he's become now. So I'm super excited, super excited for today. Yeah.
1: Thanks for joining us, Vimal. How are you doing tonight?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Baby's asleep. So I guess it is. It's dad's night. It's dad's (laughs)
2: night.
0: Baby is asleep. (laughs)
2: Yeah, what were you? What were you up to before this? Just putting the kid to bed.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we were we were feeding her and stuff like that. I was I was doing some, playing with her with some Legos, and then went for a walk, and then and then put her down. Had to. It was a struggle to get that book in today. Didn't didn't feel like doing it, but
1: did omar omar didn't send you the uh, i think there's that famous child book like go the fuck to sleep book you didn't send yeah,
2: you that? I, have that one. I have
1: that one okay <laughs> <laughs> he's on it he's on it I I time, yeah that's a good one
2: so so vamal tell us a little bit about yourself uh like where are you from where do you live your profession are you married kids what ages yeah what, sure. whatever, right. whatever else you want to tell us
0: right Vimal fernandez yeah i guess 30 31 Turning 32. I was going to go to Cancun for 32, but my flight got canceled last week.
1: (laughs) It's it's probably the universe telling you, hey, you probably shouldn't go to Cancun. I was
2: actually supposed to be there right now for a wedding, too.
1: Really? Yeah, I was was supposed to go next week. That sucks.
0: Um, 32, yeah, one daughter, a year and a half, wife um, as well. My wife's pregnant with number two.
2: What? Congratulations. Oh, congrats.
0: Yeah, it's a girl as well. So she's due in September, so you're going to have two of them. Um, so three girls and me now is what it's going to be. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grew up, in, grew up in Saudi Arabia, born there, uh, India a little bit as well, then moved to Canada for a bit, live in Austin, Texas right now, um, engineer, uh, but work in financial services um, right now,
1: Do product stuff, like designing websites and things like that cool man maybe you can help us out with Dad'sNight.com once we Dad's get that night. thing rolling out <laughs> yeah, i'm saying that's awesome well again congratulations on one on the way um that's that's big news were you hoping for a boy i don't you know you never know uh <laughs> really you just never know um i don't know i don't i don't think i had a preference
0: to be honest uh daughter's been great my, my wife wants a, a boy so she wants to go for the third i don't know if we will we said two and then we'll see what's
1: up but i don't know it Might never have a boy so it might just be these two all right well hey whatever happens happens whatever's meant to be is meant to be yeah we we uh our first two or two out of our first three guests have had boys um our third get or one of our guests had a girl so nice little mixture going on with the with the dad's night crew that's good yeah
0: girls are girls are fun my, my brother yeah. has a son um he's fun too so i guess you never know it's it's always good kids are just wild
1: they're just wild little animals running around they're
2: that's not, our perspective on them yeah they're, they're literally <laughs> yeah that's what that's what we're gathering from all this <laughs>
1: yeah um cool man well again thank you for joining we did want to have a question or we did want to kind of roll into some questions here um you talked about your daughter being one and a half you talked about you being an engineer and so one of the things that we know as from engineers that we know is everything's somewhat linear, right? You kind of know point A to point B. I'm not an engineer, but that's what I hear. Um, So having a kid, it's kind of, you know, maybe a little wild. So how have you kind of transitioned into that lifestyle, considering your background?
0: All right. I think it's a, a mixture of both, right? So I think it's, you know, leveraging those skills where like, Hey, there is science behind some of this stuff right there is like good researchers good medicine around like hey how things work how to develop a kid how to how to you know what's good what's bad you also when it comes to like you know nutrition and food and exercise and stimulation and all that stuff but yeah you're right there's a balance between okay it's never going to go as planned and you got to like constantly be pivoting and changing that's what i struggled with the most my wife's really good at it my wife's a lawyer um (laughs) But but she's really good at um, pushing me to try new things and pushing me that hey it's gonna be different it's like you gotta constantly be changing with the baby be changing, um, yeah right. So there's there's no right equation. There's no right way to do anything. And like you know you see it where like you have kids who are growing up in the perfect families doing the right things eating the best food like all the education all the thing, but they they turn out to be something totally different. You know it's, it can go both ways, right? You have people coming from bad neighborhoods who do amazing things. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of like random sometimes, but yeah, as a dad, I guess you just have to, you no, know, I think, yeah, you have to be flexible and you have to um, kind of just be okay with it not going the way you think it's going to go constantly.
2: Yeah, It's funny. <laughs> I, I think about this about myself sometimes. Well, first of all, you know, you're absolutely right. You never know what's going to happen. Samer comes from a great family. They raised him right. And look how he turned out. <laughs> uh, but i i think about that myself sometimes with you know sometimes with things that i'm very particular about uh you know like little things you know just cleanliness and stuff like that it's like when you have a kid you know there's just going to be like shit on your shirt there's going to be stains everywhere it's like you can't be so particular you have to be like you said flexible and like be able to just adapt to the situation and just Uh, you know deal with the fact that you're going to be walking around with a mustard stain on your shirt all day
0: right and i think yeah if you do like try to put a lot of you know control into it a lot of barriers i think you just hold your kid back right because what they should be doing at this age right like as a kid is exploring like picking up like my kid went on the, the road today picked up a snail and ate it like just ate this <laughs> it was like oh my god i get it out of your mouth you know but she chomped on a snail and it, that's just it right it's like she figured that out and she was like this is not nice and probably she hopefully she won't eat a snail again but she probably will um it's like things like that like she was also in the backyard we have like a tile deck and she literally ran out it was raining slept slipped like face planted cut her cut her, like cut her lip a little bit bleeding and i fixed her up a bit Set her back out there, runs again, falls again, runs out again, falls again. It's like constantly just did not understand, did not guess that she played DB. <laughs>
1: but like, Kids put, are... like
0: put up a gate, put up a fence, but I'm like, then they'll never do those things, right?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, how much are you, like, how much is too much freedom and your kid gets hurt versus, yeah. ah, they're just learning?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. Like, for example um you know don't leave a knife out you know it's just like that's you're gonna end badly um <laughs> right i think there's i think there's things in balance where it's just like you know like they only can get hurt so bad like she's gonna face plant a few times right she's not gonna die she's just gonna get beat up a bit or if she's that snail hopefully it's not a poison cell i guess you don't really know mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think as an adult you can kind of like they're kind of small and they're like flexible and nimble so like they have a lower center of gravity so if they do fall it's like they're probably okay um stuff like that right but like, don't let them run on the street when there's cars going by i guess i guess it, it's a logical concept too but people i guess value that risk or see that risk differently too um i guess i guess maybe the answer to the question is i don't know just be reasonable i guess you know mm-hmm. but if people have different risk tolerances like my brother for example um is probably more risk-averse with the kid than I am, you know? But I think it's because my wife more um, lets her explore.
2: Does that come from, like, did you guys grow up? Uh, I mean, I, I remember, we were neighbors. I remember you were out in the streets, <laughs> very little supervision. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> do, you, around. Do, you think, do you think it's a result, some of that, your approach is like a result of how you were raised, or is it just totally different for every kid? I
0: think I think I would have been probably if I if I was I think it's probably more my wife than anything else. It was like it's like trying to find the middle ground, right? Because I think like the way I was raised, at least my dad, my dad came over to our house and spent two weeks with us. I heard my mom, my dad, and he hid half her toys because she said they said they were too sharp. It was like a freaking xylophone, like the little xylophone. He hit it, and I was like, "Where's the xylophone?" He's like, "It's too sharp." I'm like, "It's a xylophone. It's made out of wood." You know, it's just like my dad was really like risk averse with us. So I think it's more like my, my wife, like what's actually the worst that can happen and bringing us back to a new, new normal and me being okay with it, I guess, and passive about it.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hearing a, a couple of different things, which is awesome. I mean, talk about the risk tolerance. When you're planning to have your kid, were you reading a lot of books as to like? I didn't do shit.
0: And- I hate reading. <laughs> like I hate reading. I didn't do anything. I remember like my wife was reading a bunch of books and stuff. And then she started taking me to classes. My, my wife organized it all. And then, and I remember I'm like, Oh God, this kid's actually coming. And I'm like, baby came out. The only reason I knew anything to do was because we went to like two or three classes before that, but I didn't do any reading at all. You remember talking to my brother. I'm like, like, how is it? You know? So like, I guess you just figure it out. Maybe I just like relied on my wife a lot. I don't know, Uh, but I didn't do any reading. I tried to read once.
1: Yeah. omar's (laughs) omar's <laughs> definitely tried to read before too but he didn't pass that uh, it
2: hasn't been working out for me either but don't worry you
0: guys gotta make a tiktok channel for this i think that's what, i just got into tiktok and i'm just like that's why i need mean. like 20 you get sucked into like five
1: second videos like i take care of baby just five seconds give me five seconds
2: Yeah, maybe maybe we'll feature you on our first tiktok man <laughs> yeah. well we'll have
1: your daughter on eating a snail again just be like hey how does this one taste <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh man, no, that's, that's awesome to hear. I mean, we, we've heard different perspectives from different dads, like, Hey, planning, not planning. Um, it sounds like it just depends on your personality and your style and really, uh, your partner. I mean, you talk about your wife being a lawyer and being able to adjust pretty on pretty much on the fly. Was that also a change for you? Just that adjustment period and trying to understand like from her perspective, Hey, we need to be fluid, but you're normally like a by the book type of person.
0: Right, yeah, we definitely fought about it a bunch, for sure. You know, we definitely got a few yelling fights. Um, but for, for the, for the better.
2: Get into those details, don't worry. We'll <laughs> <using>.
0: <laughs> but for the better, right, it's just like, I'm like, it's like something else is like, don't let her do that. And she's like, let her, she needs to explore. You know, it's just like, and you want, and once again, it's like, it's finding that it's like equalization, right? It's like, you're, you, you're two forces pulling against this particle and you're trying to find the, the middle ground between this thing, right? And you, at the end, you find it. Um, you know, trusting your partner, like equality in the marriage helps a lot, right? I think if it was overweighted on one one side or the other, um, that, that would also change. Um, so I think, yeah, strong partnership and equality and like give and take and actually thinking that the other person, you know, also cares for this kid and is not going to put it in harm's way, right? Like you both have the same motive. Um, yeah, so but I, I definitely needed more coaching on the sense of like, chill out, like, let it happen, be flexible, like, let, let it go with the flow, right, like, she was been more like that, like, always, even, like, our relationship to her, me and her, I'm always trying to do that, be less rigid, because that she's way more fluid than I am, but yeah. I also bring her, bring her my way, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's ever a bad thing, being, right. being able to adapt, uh, being flexible, um, and, you know, especially when you and your partner have those different personalities to begin with, and then you introduce like a whole new life into the equation i can only imagine what went down what went down at the house uh, right <laughs> when those things co- came up but it sounds like you you know you guys figured out a way to to uh work together on it that's awesome man.
0: especially like the first month right or two weeks right like you're like nothing matters at this point right it's just like survival so like i think a lot of those guards just go away because you're just sleep deprived all those guards go away you're emotional you don't have time. Like I'm kind of cl- like like things clean, but like all that went away, right? It's like no time to be clean right now. You're trying to keep this thing alive.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well said. By the way, <laughs> uh, uh, be- actually, before we jump in our next segment, you did say something really quick uh, I'm talking about the perfect families, right? And so with social media out there, I think Omar told me how you and your wife met um how has social media potentially impacted the way you viewed fatherhood um and the way you guys are going about uh your everyday parent parenting
0: yeah we did meet on tinder
1: and so i guess nice. maybe we'll get tinder to sponsor this
0: episode i try to get them to sponsor it wedding; they did they didn't want to do it or couldn't screw ahead. them then <laughs> <laughs> yeah they should um social media, I guess what I because I think you see, so you see people take care of the kids differently or do things differently with the kids. So I think it can be positive and negative. The positive side is like, especially during this coronavirus shit, it's like you can see fun activities to do with your kids because you see other people doing it. You know, like we made Play-Doh, right? like we we there's other things like oh made a sensory garden which is like you put a bunch of like beans and other shit into a bin and they just play around with it right you find that on like a twitter or something like that right mm. on an insta and then but you also see the other side of it where you know, this, this kid's like walking down the street with a helmet because they are scared he's going to fall over. Right. It's just like, and like pad it up, you know, it's like, he's walking, like let him fall down a few times. Right. So you see <laughs> the sides of it. <laughs> and I think, I think people are kind of judgy sometimes, you know, cause I know sometimes like my wife will get like, she posts, she's like very active on the stories on Insta and she'll get like a, someone replied to her, like, you shouldn't let your kid do that. That's that will kill them or something. So I think you get some of that too. Um, be also get the other side, which is like, that's so cute. You know, so. Mm-hmm. you know with everything that's,
2: else yeah there's like good and good and bad to it i mean that's that's how i feel about social media in general right. um but especially with you know something like parenting where i mean everyone's got an opinion like right. everybody and like you said it's going to be that judgment that already comes along with putting yourself out there online it's just right. been amplified because of it
0: yeah people have
2: opinions for sure
0: Especially your parents, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine my, my aren't so bad with me. I think my brother kind of like broke them in for me. But uh, you know, Kim, Kim and her parents kind of butt at it sometimes uh, with taking care of the,
2: the kid. Yeah, that's why you can't let your parents follow you on Instagram, buddy.
1: <laughs> my, my parents do. They just <laughs> see your kid eating that snail, man. They're like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> playing,
0: with the, playing with the earthworm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man that's that's great and i think we're going to touch on uh we're going to ask a little bit about the parenting and the different cultures in a little bit but before we get to that we have a brand new segment that we want to introduce
2: thanks again for joining another episode of Time Out with omar and Samer. we know you probably have your hands full at home these days between your kids whiling out on all your zoom meetings and taking another long walk to the fridge so if you're thinking about starting a podcast the easier the better if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, and there are creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, it's back to timeout.
1: out. You're the, you're the first one that's going to go through this, so we're super excited. It's called the Dad's Night Gun Show, and we're not talking about those water pistols you call arms over there. So... <laughs> So what we're doing, oh, with the flex. <laughs> so what we're going to do is a rapid-fire round of questions, oh, yeah. um, and Omar's going to take it away, so I'll pass it to Omar.
2: All right, so, so Vimal, we're going to do this real quick, okay? Hit it. All right, so we're going to go through about 15 questions, rapid-fire. Got it. All right, who wakes up first, you, the wife, or the kid? Uh, me, a uh, kid. How many kids would you like to have? Two. Redheads, blondes, or brunettes? Oh, redhead, I guess. What age will you let your daughter start using Tinder? Oh, uh, fuck. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac or Biggie? Uh, neither. Indica or sativa? Uh,
0: the that, that Hindu Kush.
2: <laughs> liquor, liquor or beer? Uh, liquor. Can we have $10? Yes. Gay or straight? Me? <laughs> gay or straight? Uh, gay chocolate milk or breast milk breast milk ask for permission or beg for forgiveness
0: oh per- forgiveness
2: forgiveness for sure backstreet boys or in sync oh, man probably in sync cutting the grass or assembling a kid's playset? Playset. have you ever been pissed on now you don't have to tell us by who yeah yeah definitely.
0: <laughs> today just today
2: you, you want your next kid to be a boy or girl sorry girl all right, very nice. Yeah, Yo, you did. That was good. You did that good. good. You did.
1: That was good. That was good. That was good.
0: You actually pissed on me today. Like, we were about to put in the shower, and she was just standing here, and she just stopped. Like, what are you doing? And she just, just pissed all over me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm actually crying at this answer. <laughs> <laughs> this, your response is your face. I mean, people won't be able to see your face, but the first two questions, you're like, wait, what? Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh, man. That was great. Thank you for that. We'll we'll continue doing that moving forward. That was awesome. Yeah, you should do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was the first installment of the gun show, but, uh, our guest actually flexed with some real guns over there. My man's been doing some home workouts. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, straight up, straight up. Just pull-ups, man. That's all you can do in here. It's like a prison.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, all right, let's let's get back into, into some more questions, man. You you talked, uh, you know, you talked about how you and your wife from, from the jump had different approaches to, just to just to the, your perspective and your outlook on life even before you had a kid, and then, you know, with your daughter, you really had to work on like balancing that and and figuring out how to work together on that. Um, you know, you also both come from two different cultures. She's from the Midwest. You're Indian originally, but you have a very multicultural background. Um, You know, did you have any, like, challenges, or have you had any challenges with uh, displaying those things, those different cultures to your daughter? Or have you noticed any, any benefits from her being exposed to these different things? I know she's very young right now, but...
0: Right. I think with like the, the culture clash kind of stuff that probably already like happened just with the marriage kind of like before we got married, right? That was kind of like everything's done, everyone's cool after that. Um but with with the parenting, especially, I think I think both parents are like, you know, the super I mean, both grandparents are super loving and uh stuff like that. So I don't think there's an issue there. I think the benefits though are probably outweigh any type of con, I think. Um like the baby will, you know, eat like like, really American food, but also, like, she will go to town on some chole patura, you know, like, she will <laughs> eat it all, like, she'll just go with butter chicken, like, last week, there's non-stop, she's like, mm, 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 she's, like, chowing down on it. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're definitely not gonna have a picky eater over there, that's right,
0: crazy. and she's not at all, but also with the music, too, like, you know, I, they, they play, like, Indian Bollywood music for them, and she dances, my, my, she had a head bob for a bit, because my parents took care of her for, like, three months, before before we put her in daycare and she started doing the head bob, the Indian head bob. <laughs> Still kind of does it. I'm like, it's from Bird. Well you're
2: being racist, but that's that's okay.
0: <laughs> but it's from Bird, like somehow like understood and did it for a while. Um but then also from like the American side of it, right? Like she's out in the yard playing. Like I think growing up, I don't know if I played much in the yard or anything, but she's out in the yard like just like playing around like it like doing all that kind of stuff. Um and also, like, just like the thing around, maybe it's more like Western medicine, but like, you know, like the, 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 all the different, like, you know, formula and stuff like that you can give them or anything kind of like vitamins or anything like that. You kind of have that kind of influence as well. I don't, yeah, I think it's definitely been a benefit more than anything. The cons, I think, were all kind of gone early on um, away. There was a bit of like when my mom first, so, so the way we did it was, Kim was on maternity leave for three months um, and we didn't want to put her in daycare that young. So my mom came and lived with us for like two, two and a half months, almost three months. Um, and so that was a challenge there. Right. So you have Kim who's like a strong woman and you have my mom come in trying to like take care of the baby, but we both don't know what we're doing. So it is a bit of um, like push and pull there where it's like, Hey, I'm like, let her cry, and then Kim's like, don't let her cry. I'm almost like, let her cry, right? And so it's just like you have this like two-on-one thing going now, um, and so that that definitely that definitely messes things up a little bit, for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you you definitely, which I love to hear that you're really focusing on the benefits of it, uh, and you know that's how I see it too. I mean, how can how can it be bad to be exposed to different things, different cultures, different languages, different foods. That's never a bad thing. And then especially when you have all of that rolled up right at home, uh, I mean, I feel like it, it's definitely, the, like you said, the goods outweigh any kind of struggle that you might've experienced before.
0: Right, and one thing I think we struggle with is so all of our family doesn't live in Austin, right? Kim's family is in Nebraska, my family is in Canada. And so, where we struggle with is like it's just me and her here so it's us all the time right and so i think people struggle with this i I found me with this as well where they're like they don't want their parents to come stay with them for like a month or two months because it's you know it's 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 hard for them to have the parents in the house for that long or something right that kind of makes sense right so the new family coming like they're encroaching in your space you know especially like you care about certain things it gets it gets like that but i think those have been the best times for us where we had, our house was full. Like my, my dad, my mom, you know, us three, and then my brother was here probably for a little bit as well. And it was just some chaos. Right. But those are the, those, those are the times you remember. And you know, when they leave, you're like kind of sad, you know, but um, people hesitate to do that. Like I have friends who are like, no, I don't want my parents living with us. I'm like, take all the help you can get, especially in those early months. Cause you'll need it. You know, it's like, it's so hard.
2: You need all the help you can get, take it. Like, hands down. Even yeah, same- yeah I, I don't know. I don't know, Vim. My uh, my family, we've got, like, a three-day threshold before people stop getting along, so.
0: <laughs> That's how it is for us, too, man. That's how it is for us, too. And we had a small house. We had one bathroom in that other house, right? So it, it was, like, five of us in one bathroom. As
1: it it's bad. Damn. At least in this house, we got two, two and a half. Geez, well, I think people in general have a three-day threshold with Omar, but, you know, that's beside the point. Um, you talked you talked about, uh, you know, we talked about culturally, culturally it sounds like it's okay. Um, more of it was kind of personalities when first starting out. Um, on our last episode, our friend Kelvin, um, African-American male, talking about the future of his kid. Have you started thinking about uh, the future of your kid and potentially some of the things that your daughter may go through as a mixed child in America or is that kind of way beyond what you're thinking right now it's interesting yeah no I think we do think we talk about it we hear a
0: joke about it sometimes um where I'm like I'm like because there's this whole thing about like white privilege and all this stuff right and so I'm like Kim what do you think about your daughter now being of color like she's going to struggle out there and she's a woman. She's going to struggle, double struggle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, and you won't even able to be able to understand it because you white. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of, you know, just like messing around there. I think there is a bit of that. I hope it gets better uh, for sure. But I think, yeah, I think we more think about it in the sense of like what schools we want to put into. to do. We want to go the route of putting them into like a private school where there's not much diversity, Right. Or do you want to put them into this, a diverse school like a, a community school like the ones in our neighborhood? We do think about that like what's actually best, and it, it's a hard question to answer because um, you want the diversity. I think you know Kim and I grew up in those kind of schools like public schools, um, but you know the more money you make, I guess, and the higher you move up in society, you know, does that actually make sense? Like, is that actually right? I don't know. But, you know, it's like I have no idea but we do think about those kind
2: of things. Well, it's, I mean, it sounds like you have, you have the right idea about it right now. And, and it's cool to hear that you're not really stressing about it too early and you're gonna just kind of see how it plays out. That's, that's cool to hear. I mean, it's, it's something that we found really, really interesting the way Kelvin talked about it. Um, and, you know, it's different obviously for you with a, with a mixed child. Uh, and people can be, you know, people don't really know if you're neither here nor there. I feel like it's more of a struggle. Uh, sometimes If people can't, you know, because people fear what they don't understand. And if you're just if you're not something that they can readily identify right. or identify with, uh, it can be a little tougher. But if she's got parents like you with that kind of attitude about it from the beginning, man, I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: I'm trying to get her Canadian passport uh, because hopefully you'll have free school and medical medical one day. But I'm thinking about that at least. <laughs> I was
1: sent her to Canada for
2: college.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I> ship her <laughs> off a little bit for a little bit while there. <laughs> um, now, that's, that's an awesome perspective to have. And that's something that I think we'll start asking more people is, you know, have you thought about the future of your child? Because you are essentially responsible. Well, we think you are responsible for this child in the future. And again, at, not as dads, we're kind of trying to understand that perspective and you know, is it too early to start thinking about these things or is it not early enough? Like, should it start during the planning process of it?
0: Right. It's this so interesting. It's like a part of this thing, maybe because I so I do a lot of like I'm in kind of like product management business, like forecasting the future is part of my job. And there's a lot of things like out of three years out, we don't even try, right? It's just for example coronavirus i was like two months ago and i'm like pretty that's kind of maybe an outlier but like for example technology changes so quickly right like tinder wasn't a thing uber wasn't a thing like pretty like recent ago right like two years ago that was a thing um amazon like five years ago whatever it is right so i think it'll be just a whole different new challenge and risks right like right now people like for kids are like scared of the internet right because like there's all these creepers out there just creeping on your kids nonstop, and Maybe in the future it'll be like virtual reality creeping, you know, like you're yeah. all in this virtual game, you know, like, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's, it, it, just comes, it doesn't come to that. Huh? <laughs> we're all hooked <laughs> up at home, eating Cheetos on this virtual gig. Um, but, but that, that, so that's why it's like, you know, think far when you only can think so far, otherwise you're just running in circles, right? Uh, I guess maybe kind of what you were saying, maybe hold your values and see what those are, make the themes, those are the things that will, the culture, right? whatever your family culture is those are the things that
2: will help you prevail well said man well yeah
1: said. absolutely and I, I think you articulated that very well um we we did want to talk about uh, kind of like f- from a financial perspective as well right we're not going to ask you how much money you make we're not going to do all that yeah, um he but, say
2: he's going to give us ten dollars so yeah
1: so you know venmo us at dad's no i'm just kidding uh well, we, we should set up a venmo That'd be awesome. You should set up, <laughs> um, but what was that? Set up a Bitcoin. Um, yeah. Oh, I got some. I got Bitcoin. some for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the things that we want to talk about was um, you were a pretty young first-time homeowner, uh, from my understanding. Um, and Omar right. told me that you know you kind of had a wild house party, but we won't go into that much detail.
2: That, the, um, house, the house warming was wild. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to talk about that, but just know. I don't think I remember it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. It doesn't, it doesn't it was only like It
0: was literally like t- 10 dudes, probably, like 12 dudes. There, like there, were, the there
2: were no girls there. That's true. <laughs> it
0: was just like 12 dudes
1: and like 10 air mattresses. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there, honestly. I kind of want to be a part of that. Uh, But we wanted to say, you know, we really wanted to ask you uh, from a financial perspective, it sounds like you were kind of financially savvy from the beginning. Um, Were you always financially savvy or has this kind of helped you evolve what you already knew previously?
0: I read investing for dummies, to be honest, when I first got a job. I had because I, I took like six months off between college. I, I was lucky to get a job before I graduated, and then I took like six months off. And I bought a, investing for dummies books. I don't know. I don't know why. I think my dad was just investing, and I was like, "How do I learn this?" And he just he's like, "Go we'll get this book. Like buy a book." So he sent. I think he gave me the book, or I went and got it. It was like investing for dummies, and I read it cover to cover over six months. Like I read fucking slow, and so <laughs> I finished it. Um, but I think that's where I got some of it. Um, but I've always been interested in it uh, for sure. When I did my MBA, I think it really solidified more of the fundamentals more than anything and how like how to use debt, I guess, was the biggest thing I learned. Um, but, but yeah, I think I've, I've always, I don't think I've always been financial, uh, savvy. I think I've made it a priority because at the end of the day, that's kind of like I hate to say it, but it's kind of like what drives most things, right? You don't have to, like, buy a fancy car, do all this kind of stuff. But, like, if you have your finances in order, most things come pretty, you know, it's just like a big pillar to just not be worrying about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can focus time on your relationship. You can focus time on your kid. If I'm not worrying about money, you know, I can focus on these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, right, for example, like, we have a 529 set up for her already, like, like 200 bucks, whatever, month in it. And you know when she when she's of age, it'll be like two hundred some thousand dollars or something, right? And then um, it's more than, uh, and then you know we, we max out our 401 ks. We the whole the whole game is to like not pay taxes, right? So how how do you move money to not pay taxes, right? That's the main thing. And then obviously saving for your retirement um, and that kind of stuff, and then buying the house, right? Because you don't want to spend money on a fucking apartment, um, that
2: kind of stuff. Yeah, I
0: think yeah. Finances—they do matter because it, it takes away a lot of load and a lot of stress.
2: Has has anything uh, has anything changed in your approach? I mean, I, I heard you say you set up a, a five two nine. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I don't know shit. Uh, so, <laughs> like said, a a up, but did anything? Um, you know, you were obviously already kind of on track to do that. But did did you? you know, feel the need to really kick it into gear when you start, when you were expecting your first kid or did anything change after that besides kind of gearing it more towards things that will benefit her in the future?
0: Yeah, so I think what we, yeah, so maybe two parts. So one thing, I'm lucky, you know, that me and my wife both work, right? Like double income is just a risk mitigator, right? Like I I have a friend right now who works at a theater and she's like in, in corporate there, and they just got a because no one goes to get this right now. Right. And so they're kind of in trouble right now because of that. The um, double income just like mitigates a lot of stress right then and, and, and risk, right? Because it's hard for both of you to get fired, hopefully, because um, you're in different industries. But um, yeah, so we we do long term planning for sure. And then the 529, it's just an easy way to do the college fund pretty much. And the beauty of the 529 is that. Um, you can transfer from kid to kid. So for example, if this kid doesn't need it all, you can transfer it. They can use it for anything school related, like rent, uh, dorm rooms, textbooks. It don't have to be tuition. You can buy a car, right? If it's for school, commute, right? Um, that's that's the beauty of calculators and shit, like airline tickets, like anything around that, it's actually pretty flexible. Mm-hmm. And it, it grows tax-free, which is, which is the, the beauty of it. So that's why over like 18 years is the time you want to do, because hopefully you'll get a good gain over the 18 years. Um, but then when you think about like inheritance, right? So Kim's doing this right now. Kim's a lawyer, but she's um her dad's a lawyer as well. So they're kind of working together. Um, you to build a trust, right? So you want to build a trust because tax is one thing, but also you don't have to go to probate court when you die and people are gonna fight over your assets. You can really much be everything. Otherwise, in a will, you go X percent here, X percent, you actually get values in a trust, you're like, all this shit goes to my kids, pretty much, you know, mm. or like, because that value changes over time. So you, you want to set up a trust. So it's pretty easy to set up a trust.
1: So, do you think uh, you talked about the five two nine? You talked about the trust. Um, it sounds like you kind of knew this stuff before you had the kid. Is this something that you would recommend? You know, new fathers or soon to be fathers to kind of look into before right. becoming parent. Uh,
0: <laughs> no brainer. Because so what you can also do with the five two nine is you have a limit how much you can put into a year. I think it's like close to 6,000, but everyone else in your family has that same limit on your kids, five to nine. So your dad, for example, can put 6,000 into that as well. And so we do that a lot where, and it's really easy to share a link where they can just like add it to it kind of thing or send a check to it. Mm-hmm. So what we do is like, we don't need many toys if I was like, just college fund this, right? And so, mm-hmm. Or they and some people come and like, like to give us come like just put five bucks into this call front or put five bucks into this jar and we'll move it into the call front. All right. It, it's like if you don't, if you don't need the cash, right? Like if you don't physically need the cash in your hands, it probably makes sense to do this because it's a very much tax advantaged, right? Um, and it's super flexible. Yeah, so I do I do think it's you should do because you don't even have to put much, right? You can put as low as a hundred bucks, even ten bucks, but why not?
1: Yeah. And and you need a kid to start this, right? Yes, I think okay. so. I had to clarify that for. Omar was over there, he already signed me up for an account. I was just like, yeah, I don't have a kid yet.
2: I don't know. Maybe Vimal can sign us both up for one. <laughs> right.
1: I
0: think I only learned about the five to nine when I, 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 after I started Schwab. Schwab has a lot of good resources, and maybe that's where I got some of it. You know, their financial services, and they have like you know, like monthly, you know, new parent stuff and things like that, where they talk about the benefits of opening things like this.
2: Cool. That's, that's actually very cool to hear. I I was going to ask you what kind of resources you use, but um, that, that's, that's cool. I mean, we want to, we want to get this kind of information out there um, uh, because, you know, like you mentioned, you know, money is a huge stressor in people's lives as it is. And especially then when you have another mouth to feed or more mouths to feed, uh, you know, if you can alleviate that kind of pressure in any way uh, or plan for it in any way, I mean, it sounds like it's just, it just helps.
0: Right. It's just one thing not to worry for. And like, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the harder things are actually are like, you know, making a good marriage, you know, making a good family, right? Like those are hard because it's, you can't measure it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but money you can physically measure and you can see if you're on track for something and if you have the ability to get that under control, like live within your means, it's just, it takes a lot of stress off, right? I have a family members, um, like not my immediate family, but just like generally in our family, we have people who are like, really like paycheck to paycheck, right? Multiple kids, paycheck to paycheck, just always stressed on it, right? Like fighting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's when it gets bad.
1: And is is this something that, you know, you're going to stress on your daughter as she's kind of growing up. Hey, you know, this is how money works. This is how to start thinking of these things. Um, our, our, our friend Kelvin was saying that, you know, at four years old, he's starting to talk, tell his son, uh, talk to his son about, you know, doing it by himself, not having to rely on help. Um, so one, is this something that you're going to be stressing on your daughters? Um, and two, when, when do you think you'll start
0: doing that? (laughs) That's a good point. I don't know when I'll start, but I definitely will start doing it at some point. I think since I don't really know what to expect with kids, like seriously, I'm like always like, kind of like, oh, could she change today? You know, it's just like, I don't know what like age I can have a conversation with them really. Like, I still don't get it, you know, because I bugged it I sort of read a book about it. But like, at some point I'm like, she's going to start talking. Like, when would that be? Maybe it's four. Maybe that's when that happens more. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'll definitely, definitely do that. Oh, I was going to say something else I forgot. Um but yeah, at some point, you got to do it,
1: right? Yeah, because I, I, hopefully, you can also share some of that information with Omar because this guy spends money like it, it's burning. So, <laughs> oh,
2: he uh, he's he's gonna set up a uh, five two nine in my in my name. <laughs> you
1: can buy a boat with it, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Um, so we we touched on a lot of things and we're about forty five minutes in um, and I think we want to kind of transition to our last segment where we're going to ask you basically three questions um, that we've asked pretty much every dad so far um, so we'll first start with uh, the first one, which is a tough one they're all pretty tough sorry one second. I remember what I was going to say so do you not, like
0: so you you were talking about like um you know, teaching you know money for the future for kids, right? So Kim and I have this argument. It's like it's an interesting argument. So it's um, and also you were talking about like planning for the future, like you know what are they going to do in the future? So it's like what what degree would you push your kid into, right? So Kim has Spanish, I think, undergrad, and she did law school, right? And then I'm like, I would never let my kid get a Spanish degree ever. Right. And it's, 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 it's like this, right. Cause it's like, I will never let my kids do an arts degree. I was never allowed to do it. Right. And maybe that's the Indian side where I'm like engineer a bus. I'm like, I'm like, it do, is the, the Indian side. Right. Like do, do finance, do engineering, do whatever biology. I don't care. Science, do something and then do your passion as a minor. But like, that is, is that a good thing? I don't know. Right. It's just like, cause I'm like you're financially secure, but like, if you do an engineering degree, you're somewhat guaranteed to make like 60 K out of college. I like, can, Present value, right? Like sixty k at a college. Whether you do an arts degree, you're probably gonna hate to say it, you're probably gonna be a waiter, you know, or like try or struggle or struggle to get. Like well,
2: I don't know, I don't know. Them all uh, Spanish. You live in Texas. Spanish might not be a bad idea.
0: The wall's going up, Omar. The wall's going up. He's done hundreds and hundreds of miles, he said today. Like, how big is this border, and how small a percentage is 100 miles?
2: Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> no and actually did Dad's night just get into uh the immigration debate oh
1: yeah not on dad's night we're not doing it we're not doing it
2: <laughs>
1: it's, it's easy yeah, yeah
0: i don't know that, that's the part i want to cover it's, it's interesting right because you want them to do something like this is every parent's thing right It's like i want my kid to do x why right i'm like I'm more on the opposite. I'm like, I don't want my kid to do these things. You can do anything else, you know. Like,
1: so is it um, and so on that is it more of a like, I want to be proud that my kid is a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, or is
0: it? Like, I don't want to take care of
1: your ass, you know. <laughs> when, like,
0: you know, it's more like I don't want to. take, I don't. I want to see like okay, like well off, like not worrying about finances. Kind of what I was talking about, right? like like doing these like one off jobs where you're, like half your salary is based on tips you know like and these people all got fucked in this covid shit so mm-hmm. it's like there's I think there's a way to find that balance where you can follow your passion but at least you have somewhat of a foundation where you're not scraping the bottom or just like really relying on your parents till you're like 30 35 you know like omar <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, nice. I'm He's not, not thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just
1: gotta give him a jab. <laughs> that's what it's all about here. We're just having fun. Uh, <laughs> this has been this has been awesome, um, and I'm glad I get to finally meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Vimal. Um, okay, so let's let's transition into the last section here. Um, so the first question that we have is. Um, what is the best thing about fatherhood?
0: I literally think it's seeing him grow. Like and also it is it's fun. It's like literally fun. Like you we you play around, like you see them explore, you see them change, and you, you can make them laugh so easily. Like you can do weird shit and they'll giggle, they'll laugh. It comes a little bit into it, you know, but then they start responding to you probably like six months. I forget. Maybe that's how long it takes. The first three months are horrible, right? Because they're just literally, you're just giving, 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 and getting nothing back, right? But then like they start interacting with you. And that's when it's fun, where it's like, oh, you're interacting. You you can like, I'm doing things, you're learning, you're responding back, you're laughing, you're giggling, like that kind of stuff.
1: That's super fun. Eating a snail, like those kind of (laughs) things. Did you, now, did you tell your wife that your daughter ate a snail?
0: Yeah. She was like, let her eat it. Like that was, that was I'm, like, I'm going to eat it. She's like, let her eat it. I'm like, she's going to fucking eat it. <laughs> don't let her eat it. You know? So that's probably more her than me. I do not I like, I would like, they say four months ago, I probably would have picked her up really quick. You know, like don't eat that. Now. But change, I guess.
1: Yeah. My nephew was running uh, across like some cement and there were some breaks in between. And I was like, yeah, just get off of that. Hey, just get off of that. And then he fell. Well, he didn't fall in front of me. His dad was out there, and he fell and, like, scraped his nose. And I was like, stupid-ass kid.
2: So. <laughs> That's what it is. Like,
0: it's so stupid. And, like, it's funny because, like, the smallest, like, change in elevation, it's, like, a fucking centimeter. There's a face plant. Like, instant face plant. It's like, it's, like, it's it's crazy, you are know? like, They're so, like, they just can't do shit,
1: you know. <laughs> Right. Hey, we'll we'll interview you again in a few years and we'll say hey how's you know hopefully the kid has a little bit of balance now Still can't do anything
0: right you know?
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just at a grander scale
1: <laughs> oh man that's awesome now I, I think that's been a common theme around the best thing about fatherhood is that growth um what about what's the hardest thing about fatherhood
0: you know there's there's parts of me where I i wonder i'm like you are like what? It's kind of kind of grim, but it's like, what happens if I did something and she did die? You know, like for example, some of the stuff I'm talking about, like, hey, yeah, I give let her run loose. hey, did X, Y, and Z. Do this, you know. Suppose if she did, you know, fall off something and broke her neck, you know, that's so it's kind of kind of morbid. But like that, and I would be like, that's my fucking fault. Like I maybe I should have been. More strict, you know. Bubble cushion the house, you know. Maybe I should have done that. Mm. Um, like all our electrical, signs am looking at. They're all open right now. Like so you can put a fork in there. I saw put a finger in. One yeah, there.
2: I'm gonna need you to take care of your electrical.
0: Yeah. Well, dad's <laughs> night should brand
1: those things. <laughs> Yo, we should. <laughs> That's not that what is are not they, what are they called?
2: All little like baby gates. We could do yeah. all kinds of stuff. Male,
0: male breast feeder pumps.
2: Uh, we're gonna have to do some market research on that one.
0: Condoms, just condoms alone?
2: Uh yeah, that I don't know. No, that's that's, that's bad for
1: business. We need more dads. We need more dads.
0: Weak, weak condoms.
1: Condoms that break. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the breakable <laughs> condom, dad's night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's that's. I mean, if you need to know how to set up an e-commerce
0: website, I'll hook you up for free. There you go. Oh yeah.
1: We yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome, man. And you're hilarious. I'm enjoying this a lot. Um, so, um, and then the last question we have for you is, um, what would uh, what advice would you give to uh, new dads? Um, soon to be dads or people that want to be dads. Yeah, so this is something I think I learned.
0: I'm, I'm sure I learned it from my wife. Um, but it, it is so around. So it's around the messiness, right? So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I gotta show us to be together. Especially the food, right? Like, food is insane. It just goes everywhere, right? From like a puree. that's using spaghetti tonight. The butter chicken. Anything really, she will find a way to just make a mess, right? And so how do people mitigate that right they're like oh it's gonna be a mess oh my god um they feed the kid you know they they make it very much where a mess cannot happen um by like literally just feeding them right not to feed you a little at a time dab your mouth every time you eat i'm gonna wash your hand, all that stuff and i think the biggest thing that i think will help any parent now is is the necessities that the kid does every time every day all of, like five times a day is eat and they drink right if you can get your kid to do that by themselves as early as possible, your life will be immensely easier. And it's going to be messy, right? It's going to be messy. Like she's eating spaghetti with her hands. Cause she can't, she can't use a spoon and she's just like on her face everywhere, everywhere, like around the whole thing. Right. And then even drinking water and stuff, you know, you can do the bottle where you hold the bottle and you hopefully try to get them to hold the bottle themselves. Right. And then you kind of move into a cup, and then, or like a straw, right? And you kind of just slowly to like get you out of the middle. And as soon as you can get them feeding themselves and drinking for themselves, it's probably the most, it's probably the best feeling because that's the thing you, you constantly have to do like five times a day, Young, even more when they're younger. And so that's a time saver right there. Cause then you can be eating or you can be do something and all you do is make their food, right? Chop it up or whatever. And they'll just, they're, she's literally sitting on her thing and just eating all herself. And then when she's done, she puts her hand and goes, all done. Or if she wants more, she'll be like, "I want more," right? With her hands, with all hand movements, and that's it, right? And then you give them more, you give her less, or whatever, and you're done.
2: That's so. That's so funny hearing that. Like something so simple, and yeah. and basic, can make such an impact on like you, you know, and like you're just like it. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to deal with it. Right. Uh, but it, but it's just it's literally just her learning how to do. What every other human being does is feed themselves. Right. And, and it makes, and it's so helpful for you when like you don't have that responsibility anymore. And
0: I think about it now, right? So she eats five times a day, like made three big meals, two snacks, right? At the minimum. And it would take me 20 minutes to feed her, 30 minutes to feed her, right? Mm. And then like there's cleanup and stuff around that. So maybe like an hour, right? Close to an hour, maybe with cooking and stuff. So now you've cut that in half, right? Just by, Letting her do, it. and there's way to mitigate the mess. If there's a mess, you're a big mess fan like me. I'm like, there's ways to mitigate it. Make a make like a place where she can just go nuts, you know, right? Like or get her a bib or like you know like what I used to do when I started. Especially when you something messy, I'm like take her take her clothes out, put her just in the diaper, right? Because she's just gonna go. It's gonna go everywhere, and I just throw her in the sink and literally just wash her down or throw her outside and
1: let her off, I don't know. Not, not literally throwing her outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> put her
0: in the shower, yeah. They, they <laughs> would love
1: the kids. Yeah, it, it will make
0: your life immensely easy. It's one constant that happens so often, every day, multiple times a day. Automate it, right? That's what, you know, that's what Amazon is doing. They're automating the things they do most often that take the most time. That's what you I do. like these dad's night efficiencies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, uh, Vamal, if you have an extra bib, uh, you know who to send that to over here.
2: <laughs> uh, another another great branding idea. So
1: Yeah, not a bad idea.
2: <laughs> one I have on it says
0: Indeed, like the, the company. So we got it We got it like a baby convention or something. That's awesome. It works, and you see it every day because I have to be there every day. So that branding works. You make bibs for sure. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, Vimal, this is this has been awesome. Uh, I know I've had a great time, and this has been absolutely hilarious. Um, Omar, before we end, do you have anything else
2: to say? Vimal, Vimal thank you so much for joining us. This was uh, almost like a trip down memory lane for me too, and uh, I'm excited to to meet your daughter. Well, your daughters actually. So you got one on the way. So no super worries. excited as soon as as soon as we can do some traveling again. Uh, super excited to come see the family.
0: Yeah, I heard two kids are just nuts, you know. Like three is probably chaos. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Look, when are you Good guys gonna? Be when are you, are you? married? Any of you? You guys have girls? Can I ask uh,
1: you a question? I mean, yeah, I'm engaged. Yeah,
2: yeah you can ask this question. Yeah. By the way, first time, first time somebody's turned it on us. So yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: what are you
0: guys having kids? Huh?
2: One day,
1: one day. Not not anytime soon. Me, and my fiance. How um, old are you? I'm 29, turning 30 on next Tuesday.
2: How
0: old
1: is she? She's 30. Right. Yeah, you got four years, maybe. Yeah. Years.
0: She's a, she's in
1: residency, so oh, God. we're going to have, have to, yeah, it's going to oh, be God. nuts. But, you know, we're, we're good. Life is good. I'm moving to California, so it's great. Omar, you come out yet?
2: <laughs> uh, well, so I'm I'm going to need a girlfriend first before I can start having start having kids, but Uh,
1: we're boyfriend
0: don't don't settle man
2: uh, yeah no we we got your uh, we got your answer to the rapid fire questions don't worry that's on that's on that was live on air
1: (laughs) live stream oh Oh, man man. well again thanks to them all Uh, we're gonna wrap this up and you're officially out of time out with Omar and Samer and thanks again for joining and we'll uh, catch up with you yeah Thank you again for joining us on Dad's Night presents Time Out with Omar and Samar. You can listen to our podcast on pretty much any streaming service. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Dad's Night. That's D-A-D-S-N-I-T-E. You can also check out more information at DadsNight.com. Please subscribe and rate us, and we look forward to bringing in another episode soon.